Welcome to the Mega Late Show, comprised of Mega Late and your boy Steez, and we are the Mega Late Show for show. This is the Jump Off, ladies and gentlemen, episode uno. I'll be chiming in from time to time, but mostly I'm gonna let these two dope cats get into it. So what up? What up? What up? What is good, Mega? Uh, everything is good, man. I want to uh, go ahead and start off by thanking everybody for tuning into the show. We've got a lot planned for you this year. Hopefully, we'll be able to get out at least two episodes a month, as well as other content via YouTube and whatnot. Snapchat. Uh, yeah, indeed. Twitter. Mm. Uh, we're going to be talking about all elements of hip-hop culture and, and pretty much everything dope. Dope culture uh, shit be podcast. It, uh, be it in Tokyo, uh, around the world, everything from b-boying to bullshit. Uh, another one of our intentions is to collect as much show information and event information and put together a monthly calendar of all the events happening here in Tokyo. Of course, we'll post that on our social media as well as plug it here on the show. Uh, if you're a local artist that wants us to peep your music or wants to be interviewed or you know of some shows coming up, you want to promote your own shows, hit us up on our social media. Um, also, if you're a visual artist or a dancer or in some way involved with the culture or like we said, some dope culture shit and you want to be interviewed on the show or anything else, holler at us. We could probably find some way to work together and be creatively dope together. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, we all we want to build with everybody that's a part of the, the hip hop and art scene out here. We're also going to be finding pursuing interviews with local artists, artists mm. who are coming in to visit. We've already gotten uh, a couple interviews lined up, as well as an interview that we had with Maceo from De La Soul. Wow! So keep, keep your uh, keep your ears open for that. We're looking for graph heads, b boys, b girls, b gender appropriate <laughs> pronoun, uh, MC rapper faces, producers, DJs, writers, uh, show organizers. We want to talk to all the bowls of ramen available. Sushi, if you know sushi, get at us. And uh, yeah, yo, do uh, you know sushi? Do you know sushi? I know I a do, bit of sushi I up do. in uh, Tsukiji. A little bit familiar with it. I yeah. heard he's moving. But we're on all social media, so find us everywhere. Mega Late Show. Mm. For show, baby. For show, for show. Let's get into it. Yo, uh, what, who, who are today's sponsors? Tupac's Unibrow. <laughs> Actually, we don't have any sponsors. If you want to sponsor us, get at us. But uh, you can also look for us... Um, the homie had a unibrow? I know, right? I had a hell of a unibrow. You guys didn't know that? Super. Nobody talked about it because they were scared. But they Tupac's Armenian? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, uh, I guess a sponsor is... Um, we're also contributing writers and content providers for uh, hiphop.goat.me, which is a new web publishing platform that's yep. free, easy to use. Shout out to the homie, Kaven. Uh, indeed, indeed. Mm. Uh, it's called Word for Word, and we've got a lot of super talented multi-hyphenates through uh that work through all facets of hip-hop from show organizing making musics we've got uh poly rhyme who's here in japan uh karina karina who i think is in the bay area and also new york uh davu flint essence atticus finch from detroit uh japanese artist out here named atsu rel from san jose and Strongarm, who is i think is also from san jose okay uh, i need to get with these cats because you know i lived in yeah. san jose for several years and was the zay baby yeah yeah, yeah we, we need to connect we need to build the whole um, actually, Polly Rhyme just dropped the first article on the platform uh, for our collective, and it's called uh, I think what Kanye West is your crazy uncle or cousin. It's a it's appropriate, a pleasant, appropriate, uh, a wonderful read, and uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. So keep uh, keep posted for that, and also we need sponsors, guys. So, so who 
can sponsor us? Can you call <laughs> We're your in our first episode and we're trying no, to get man. sponsors right I now. Think, I think my mom can spot us some yeah, much little, money. A little pullback of the curtain. We recorded a, a zero episode as prep for this. And uh, the ghost of Erica Badu's hair weave under Sway's hat was a sponsor, but they dropped us for some reason. Yeah, I know. We also had we had real big sponsorship from, <laughs> from KRS One's nose, <laughs> and, and also and also yeah yeah actually we, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. But um, what else what else do we we got going? So t- today today since we already did our zero episode, we talked about our favorite uh, tracks versus albums. Yeah, if you want to hear our opinions on music that dropped last year, then. You can go to the Facebook or the SoundCloud, and we've been putting up snippets leading up to this episode one. Snippety snippets. But yeah, that's us discussing discussing our favorite verses, songs, and artists of last year. Mm. Yeah, I think you can find that pretty intriguing. Uh, the three of us have uh, really wildly, different out- yeah, pretty different outlooks on, on hip hop and, and what we enjoy. Um, so yeah, keep keep tuned for that. Uh, let's see. Should we uh, take a break? We just got into it, baby. Let's uh, go let's straight to the the weather forecast. Oh no, the weather report. Excuse me. Cool shit. So what's next? Or do we want to talk about the new year just happened? That's true. Yo, I was watching this news report, and uh, actually, sushi at Tsukiji. You know they do the tuna auction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes up for thousands upon thousands. Do you know how figures. much that first New Year's tuna went for, bro? I'm gonna say one fifty thousand. Three fifty. Seven. Seventy. Seven hundred and forty thousand dollars. All right, so this is the last episode of the Mega Lake Show. We're going to be getting into fishing. Stay tuned for our fishing podcast. Are you serious? People eat that much fish? Uh, I know. Nah, I know. Tuna money to blow, man. Yo, my Japanese may be bad, but seven four nine zero mon, and mon is like ten thousand, which is like a hundred dollars. Damn mon. Damn, man. <laughs> Yo, people got money to blow, man. Especially in Ginza, the sushi over there, you, you spend a lot of money. I heard like Jiro, one of the more famous sushi restaurants. Right, he had the pot. He had the you got to like, it's just $300 just to get a reservation. And that's not sushi included. Just to sit down? I believe so. Whoa. You, you know, uh, what's her face? Uh, Christine. She went there. Christine B? Yeah. What's she Jiro? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. Oh, wow. Just say, say anything about her? I think it was just only mentioned in passing on her on her Facebook, but yeah, we'll check that. Yo, out. she does big shit, right? She was hanging with Manny Pacquiao, I think. Really? I'm pretty sure she said that. Yeah. Check out that the uh, that, uh, the documentary Jiro James of Sushi. Um, you're gonna like it. It's dope. Cool. Well, so um, I guess we should get into the next segment, which is going to be the Jackson weather Earth. report. Doom, da, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Clone, Windy, windy. Hold on, play something sexual. Something, oh. something. You, you are now tuned in to the Quiet Storm <laughs> with MLS. <laughs> My name is uh, DJ Easy Dick. <laughs> Welcome to the Jack Off Hour. Welcome to the Jack Off. Right, this has got bad. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, <laughs> all right, so, so, uh, so, what is, uh, what is the first track? I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and play 
my first track. Hold on, let's uh, let's explain. So the weather report is going to be the segment where we play a song that reflects how we're feeling at the time of recording. So reporting on our personal climate. So Mega, what's your weather report? Uh, my track today is by Adnozam of Anticon fame. He did a track with this Japanese artist named Joji called "Fly to the in the Sky," which is some real English <laughs> English title that I think Joji put together. "Fly to the in the Sky," but but the, but the effort is real dope. It's uh, it's on a uh, compilation called "Heart Centered Songs," a benefit and tribute album for the victims of the ghost ship Oakland fire that happened uh, December second. Did you guys hear about that? The what fire? Uh, the ghost ship Oakland fire. It was a, a DIY venue for artists and creative types in Oakland, and it caught fire, and I think like thirty six people perished 36 oh, no. people passed Damn. away and because of and because of this um a lot of other diy venues uh around the united states have been kind of getting cracked down by you know fire marshals and saying that these spaces are no longer safe for people to live in uh which could be a lot of things i won't get into the politics of it but wait it's a boat no it's it's just a it's a i think it's a warehouse it was a warehouse where mm. a lot of creative types lived in um, I've, I've never okay. been there myself, but I have some homies out in Denver who uh, used to help and run uh, another DIY venue called uh, Rhinoceropolis uh, Picture Plane. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he used to be there. And there was just a lot of uh, really creative types who were there and people would come and live there when, you know, they didn't have a place to stay. And just yeah. a, a group of uh, a really strong community of people. And a lot of uh, larger cities have been cracking down on these things because of the Oakland uh, fire tragedy. And it's really unfortunate, but this track is um, again by Odd Nozam, and you can actually support that album by paying a dollar. I think uh, you can get it off of their Bandcamp. But check that out. Fly to, to the, the in the, the sky. sky. Heart centered songs, a benefit and tribute album for the victims of the ghost ship Oakland fire, and it's dope because Odd Nozam is really dope. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get started on that, and uh, I'll just play that a little bit and we can talk about it man like do you guys are you guys familiar with uh anticon at all i've heard of anticon um they're kind of shunned in a lot of ways but I, I don't want to say somebody's name and they not be on anticon why pedestrian they were big they were, i know i've heard at least one track yeah, i used to um i used to moderate for soul's website and i'm a big fan of the anticon guys but uh, you know, it's really weird rap music, a lot of experimental stuff, a lot of people don't like it. There was that whole, that whole, uh, thing in the mid-2000s where it's like, you used to jock Anticon, now you, now you jock Dipset. It was like college really? kids. Yeah, like college uh, okay, kids. Okay. It's just like, like underground. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Rockets is too they, mainstream. Yeah, they, 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 um, actually I think their, their music catalog is pretty strong and a lot of the artists there are really creative and dope. So it's weird, man. You know, now that I think about it, I think my brother listened to Anticon. He seems like he would listen to them. Like them and Doomtree. Yeah, Doomtree's dope too. And and you know what? I think a lot of people could benefit from listening to Anticon. They're doing a lot of dope things. Um, what I would say is like, if if the Freestyle Fellowship cats are like the original jazz cats, like the Miles Davises and the Lonious Monks for hip hop, then I would say the Anticon guys are kind of like the beat poets. You know, it's, it's a lot of poetry okay. driven, uh, rhyming, very, very poetic lyrics, uh, different styles, and also, um, yeah, just creative cats, man, making music oh, for the love of hip hop. Is this Joji? Yeah. Uh, 
What's the uh, connection to Japan for? I'm sorry, what's the artist's name again? Joji. Oh, Odd No Sound. Yeah. I think they worked on an album. To, they worked on a track together off of Serengeti's Kenny Dennis Three joint, and that's how they knew each other. So uh, I don't really know a lot about Joji, but I, I wanted to plug this for sure because, you know, uh, I definitely. I was worried about some of the people that I know that are out in Oakland, and mm. it's a big deal. And uh, I, I support all those DIY spaces. So that's my jam. Cool, uh, yeah, you guys should check it out. I think the album has the album has another uh, a lot of artists that I don't know, and probably a lot of different genres that I'm not really too familiar with. Uh, it's a compilation. Yeah, it's a compilation. But Gel is also on there from from Manticon fame, and uh, he's always dope. Word. So I guess we got we got you Good up stuff. next late. Yo, uh, throw that shit on, please. This is you, yeah? Yeah, this is uh, Forte Bowie from Atlanta. It's called Birthday. I heard Forte like uh, way, way back in 2012. And uh, he's still kind of independent. He's not really mainstream yet, but I just like his style. He started to sing a lot more now recently, which is it's not bad as you can hear. It's okay, but you know. Yeah, I dig it. It's, it's not... It's not very close to the the vein of music that I usually listen to, but uh, I was reading up a little bit about him and like Andre supports this cat. Andre's a big fan of him. Oh no, he's three Wait, Who is this? Forte Bowie. Actually, I hope I, I'm not messed up when I say this. His mixtape Vice House or Vice House Two, which came out a few years ago, he actually got Peaches from the first Outcast album to do the skits and things oh, on his album too so yeah he's, like he's stamped he's official yeah, solid. he's also on a track with um this group cherub that uh, uh some dudes i know that i went to school with and he's on one of their tracks but he's singing on that too i mean i don't hate singing i mean bars is good and he's got bars but this is the style in Atlanta right now and he's definitely on that wave and this song is just dope. It's called Birthday with an F and the artist is Forte Bowie. That's Forte F O R T E Bowie B O W I E and that's all one word. Forte Bowie Birthday. Yeah, we'll put we'll put all that in the show notes so you guys can check it out. Maybe oh, yeah, yeah. a YouTube linker or like I'm a, a camp 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 something like this. This is good. Yeah, I figured you would like this too, sis, because it is it does it does kind of slap. It's got that good vibe. Who, who's on the production? Because this beat is syrupy. I would have to do some research, but I know he does his own production sometimes. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, yes, sir. All right, so nice, uh, nice, let's nice. see. What do we What do we got, Steez? All right, I got um at the drop off uh, jam by Riff Raff by his uh, recent album, Balloween. Uh, Carefree. I'm just feeling feeling. I'm still in that winter break vibe. I'm I'm feeling good. I had a good last three months of working hard, so yes. I'm not back in my my grind just yet. But I'm about to get to it because <laughs> I'm about to have a baby boy too. So I'm just trying to like. Living this moment before yeah. things get really heavy. Yeah. And I'm always about them them good vibes. This track was produced by uh might be Calvin Harris or Diplo. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look it up, but um This doesn't sound like a Diplo track. They're giving me a few different names. Yo, Diplo is versatile, man. That's it's true. either yeah, Diplo is very vers- versatile and you know, he could do something like this, but it also says Calvin I got into Harris. K pop because of Diplo. You know? I don't think I'll ever get into K-pop. <laughs> I don't think Diplo's gonna put me on to much of anything, but 
Yo, he produced this uh, rap pop, this rap pop group out there, and the beat sounds like bubbles. It's weird. Word. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about Riff Raff. I kind of feel like he's a caricature of some sort, but I know he's a serious person. But when I listen to it, I kind of feel like I'm listening to a parody, and sometimes it's hilarious. Listen to it, like. I think Riff Raff might be a case of keeping it real goes wrong, except it went wrong for him in a successful way. It's just his personality, just like his original personality is like gone. He's just riff raff now. I'm not too sure about him. Like this is the only like album that I've given it a read through like fully for the first time, and I was like, you know, I mean, Halloween. I like Halloween. I was like, let me. Let me he told chance. me about it, and I ch- I I tried to listen to it, but I got like three tracks in, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I, I couldn't maintain I, the ride. I, think I, think I like, I like about those, sixty to seventy five percent of the the tracks. You know, I can appreciate it at least. All those tracks, like uh. Chameleon cats and ruby red convertibles, like those kind of titles, and then he's got the beats by like Clams Casino yeah. and Harry Fraud and all those great speaking producers. Of, speaking of Clams, I kind of, I kind of, kind of link Riff Raff and Little B together in a way because yeah. I think that a lot of the people that were initially listening to Riff Raff were kind of intrigued and into the same type of voyeurism into his weirdness in the same way that Little B. Uh, had had a strong contingency of fans that did that too it's like you don't you it's almost like you like the music ironically yeah it's like the music is like the lyrics are not really your thing but the beat is good enough for you to be like all right this exactly. is fine for me mm-hmm. to listen to mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. but when it comes down to it it's like there's not because i mean too much i'm, I'm sorry can we there's some fun factor into it you know it's not you're not trying to get in depth into it but go ahead i was just gonna say maybe we shouldn't just let it ride but it's almost gibberish it's not too far from gibberish, the seems, raps. It seems like a lot of stream of Let conscious the things that... on the good side of town. Yeah, it seems, it seems like a lot of... Like, I, I feel like I, I heard this style a lot when I was in Texas from dudes who were just Feeling chilling. carefree, free baby, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not, I think he man. made it. He feels like he made it, so he's just like, yeah. I like, I like the guy. I like the guy. I just don't care too much for the music. No radio play, and he made no it. No arguments baby. over here. Yeah, true. I but mean, uh, I am down for I'm not like a big fan. every I'm just, now and then. He's got a few that I, I like his album. I like his album, Balloween, his latest album. There was a really cool. funny there was a really funny article on Hip Hop DX that that tore the album apart and people were like, You're angry. And I was like, <laughs> yo, I was like, I don't disagree with the article too much. Is man. it that bad, really? Oh, it's like if you if you if you Google it, man, it's like the guy was it, it was like the just the, the title the title of the article was something mean. I gotta check Let that see. out. Let's see. What's the, what's the title of the article? It was something like, um, Bala, let's see. The ball. This is Balloween, right? Yeah. Let me see. That's the album. Yeah. yeah actually. Album. All right. Here we go again. the The title is called "Riff Raff Wins Again at Being a Disgrace with Balloween." Oh they rated it 1.8 out of five. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Too yeah. critical. I mean, some of these websites though, they get out of hands with their uh, yeah. reviews and. You should, I forget what's the name of this. Publicity and shit like that. Yeah, like just pitch this, this, guy, uh, this guy, Jesse Fairfax, like, I, you know, I read a couple of his 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 um, his reviews, and he's definitely closer to, like, uh, that true school four mm-hmm. elements hip-hop than he is to... Boom uh, Baps. Yeah. yeah, to the Boom Bap shit, uh, as opposed to... I mean, it's the same wait, deal, wait, wait, like, wait, wait, uh, childish... My, excuse uh, my la- lack of knowledge. What is Boom Bap? Like uh, four four boom, boom, traditional clap, clap boom clap yeah boom, just, boom, just clap. hip hop hmm. think like P 
Pete, not Pete Rock. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, all those cats can be considered boom bap. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any definitely four, four sample drums, like not taking into any like synth pop or any any of the the newer sound. That's traditional mm-hmm. like true school hip hop boom bap shit. All right, all right. Well, anyways, let's 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 move on from here. We we still got a lot to cover. Let's Should we take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. To dribble from New York to L.A., you've got to have a dream. Colors. Welcome back. Welcome back, baby. Yeah, um, for all the music that we're playing in the background, you can check the show notes. We'll have the artists and the names. This right here is Pigeon Dust, Japanese artist. Uh, the Yo, Pigeon Dust. Yeah, Pigeon Dust is dope. Pretty sure he did a track with uh, Dallinger, too. Oh, where? Yeah, yeah. A compilation off of uh, Cold Busted, which is a, a label out of Los Angeles. It's really dope. I saw him and Bugsy at the last Low End Theory I went to. Oh, word. Yeah. Where was that at? Ooh, I always forget the name of that place. Unit in Daikanyama. Okay. Yeah. In Shibuya area? Yeah, yeah. Real close. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Shout out to Dallinger. He's going to be our first interviewee. Yeah, I think so. Right? Uh, yeah, I'll talk to him. It'll be good. Well, we got some other interviews lined up as well. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see what drops first, but uh, yeah, look out for that. So right now we're going to go into... Uh, I guess the things that happened last year, right? Some of the some of the uh, some of the events that happened in 2016. Have a little bit of conversation about those things. Yeah, let's have a chat. What do you guys want to start with, man? What was what, what was something that stood out for you guys? One of the bigger things, of course, Fife dying was 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 this. Yeah, R.I.P. to everybody that passed. Man, 2016, bro. Even at the end of the year, they were still snatching bodies. Carrie Fisher died. And her mom. And that that's Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that mother. was pretty tragic, man. David Bowie, Prince. <clears throat> yep. All those cats. Maurice White. Rest in peace, everyone that has passed away and all, you know, the loved ones and family. Yeah, let's not uh, start with something that's on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, let's see. What else happened? You guys you guys pay attention to b-boying at all? You guys familiar with the scene? Not, not too much. At all. You know, you know I, used to, I used to b-boy um, several years ago. But I still follow the scene and... Uh, Japan has a really strong contingency of b-boys, man, who are big on the worldwide, uh, you know, on the in the worldwide scene. And uh, recently, Issei, which is, I think, I want to say that he's like 18 or maybe even younger than that, but he won uh, Red Bull BC1 this year against, uh, you know, legendary Hong Ten. So that's a big win for Japan. He's the first Japanese b-boy to... He to won win the at. world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this okay. is the big, like, the, the finals, the BC1 finals. Word, word. Also, he's, he's just killing it all the time. Where was it held at? Uh, Nagoya. A word. Yeah, so Nagoya. It wasn't Nagoya. Yeah, I wanted to travel out there for that, but it happened. It was on a Saturday, I think, and I couldn't. I couldn't pull it off with work. Mm. You know, I'm teaching the children. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Nagoya. honestly, honestly, I thought I, I thought he dropped like the first two or three rounds, and then he killed it with his last round. And Drop as in didn't I, do I so thought Hong Ten. I thought Hong Ten took those those first few rounds just you know they were longer 
complete. And, and the way that they judge b-boying is, is kind of interesting, but... So you're saying there's a fix, Mega? No, 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 absolutely not. He, oh, okay. he, if, you, if you watch his, his last set, it is... It was enough to win. He, oh, okay. he, it was fire. It was, Somebody called Jill Stein. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was enough it was enough to win, man. It was really dope. So um Yo, where's he from? Hong Ten? Hong Ten is from Korea, I wanna say. I feel bad for not knowing that. Asia but, represent. Yeah, Hong Hong Ten is he might I don't know, man. I feel I feel bad that I don't know that, but I don't follow B Boying as close as I used to. I still got a lot of folks that do. Uh my cousin Bam is, is coming out here. Bam is, Jim is coming out here next week. He's a b-boy. Maybe we can get him to talk about it. He lived in Okinawa for a long time. But uh, speaking of b-boying, uh, this year it was announced that in the 2018 Olympics, the Youth Olympics, they're going to have breakdancing as an event. Nice. Yo, that's a big Nice. Shit. It's pretty interesting, man. And I'm kind of split on it in a few different ways because... Um, and I think a lot of the b-boy community is split on a few different ways because there doesn't seem to be a lot of b-boys who are running the event. I'm not sure mm. if they're going to, what criteria they're going to use to judge the event. Is it like and, uh, wondering about the purity of it, some culture vulture type shit? Um, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure if it approaches like culture vulture status, but I think that a lot of the a lot of b-boys are vocal about it, uh, maintaining a certain essence and quality that Aesthetic. should be. Yeah. Oh, and and um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not b-boying. How how can you how can you uh, how can you judge that with a criteria? Like in, in gymnastics, don't they have like they know the set and they know the specific moves and how they're supposed to be pulled off? Do they know the set in gymnastics? I think they do know some of the moves of the the the, the like they know. Is yeah, they're like this person's going to pull off. In, yeah, it's like they're going to pull off a triple axel in this set, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the the moves are not as dynamic as breakdancing, and so the criteria is going to be different. A lot of times in breakdancing, they have like five different criteria that that are judged on like a one to five basis, like originality, uh, the dynamic, yeah. musicality, and things of that nature. So it'll be interesting how that plays out. Well, and I guess I'll, it's I'll be like with any other like creative type of competition you know it's gonna be pretty subjective you know Mm -hmm. oh this dude did better like he freestyled better or his guitar solo was better kill the beat like how are they gonna yeah yeah, i don't know it'll be interesting too early to speculate on i think the news is still developing and i'll keep you guys posted that's cool youth olympics I think it's amazing. Oh, man, that's that's. It's amazing that they're becoming relevant in that sense. You know, they're they're putting on. The yeah, forefront. yeah. I mean, breakdancing hit the Youth Olympics before like MMA hit the regular Olympics, which is kind of interesting to me. Well, breakdancing has been around before before MMA. Like, before MMA, when did it start popping off? It just blew up like 2000 10 years ago. Yeah. It blew well, up. Yeah. It blew maybe up not I've even. I've been following MMA for longer than 10 years, I think. Yeah, but breakdancing, how long has that been around? Since true. the 70s or something? Yeah, true, for true. sure. For sure. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out, and I'll keep you guys posted at what that news as I find it. Uh, yeah, we definitely need to go to some of these people events out here, though. Are the Youth Olympics in Tokyo also? No, nah, the Youth Olympics are somewhere else. I'm not even sure. 
exactly how that fun, how that works out. I, I actually didn't even know about the Youth Olympics um, up until I heard this news. I mean, I've heard of the Special Olympics, yeah, the Winter and Summer Olympics. Yeah, but, yeah but, I'm pretty sure I was aware of them. But who who watches the Youth Olympics? I just heard about the Youth Olympics. That's, that's another thing. Now, like, the the talent pool for b-boying in the Youth Olympics is going to be below 18 years old. So. Who, who competes at that? It'll be interesting. Actually, how old were the cats you were talking about? Uh, Issei? Issei and Hong... Oh, Hong Ten is an old, like, talk. Shout out to Hong Ten. No, no disrespect, but I'm pretty sure he's he's getting up there in age. He's probably as old as me. Okay. I, I met the guy. I just... I don't know shit about him now that I think of it. But, but yeah, he's cool. But I just brought that up because, uh, like, uh, with DJ contests, I heard... Like, I met somebody who won... Uh, the Red Bull DJ contest in uh, fuck maybe four or five years ago, the the Japanese qualifiers, like he won that, and he told me that he couldn't keep up with it anymore just because you know life, like he was living his life, and the way he described it to, to me was, it's usually younger cats that win because they have ample amount of time to just yeah. dedicate the practice yeah also i mean it's it's extreme physicality man like b-boying is the original crossfit that is explosive body gestures and, and putting your body in weird positions and using uh muscles that you don't you don't use when you're doing deadlifts or bench presses so. yeah, you see those abs on those homies man? a lot of those cats are super fit man like you skinny cat i mean that's how i was well pat myself on the back you know i had a little bit of strength for my skinny size when i was younger because i was doing l poses in 90s and hollow backs and you know uh, learning how to do those things um yeah so you know, taisuke who is a, another one of the 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 great b-boys of this generation and he also happens to be japanese i saw an interview where he was saying that this might be his last run at the bc1 because you know the wait younger, how old is he maybe close to our age you know maybe maybe mm. in his 20s maybe even a little Yo, younger but hip-hop is a young man's game that's true that's true in all elements yeah that's true and he was he was just saying that he was just saying that maybe it might be time for him to stop pushing so much for those type of championships and, and those victories but mm. he's still you know dope as he's ever been and probably still progressing but on on your note hip-hop being a young man's game man let's talk about that a little bit I'm I'm actually the article that I'm that I'm working on for uh, uh, word for word word for word is uh is about that and it's mm-hmm. about yeah, it's kind of about ageism in, in hip hop and, and very much so how hip hop is a young man's uh, a young man's sport if you yeah. will I think the like DJs probably can get away with being a bit older like a lot of the more notable djs are a bit older just because they're legendary they, status they get the respect but like uh, the tastemakers in hip-hop you know djing djing has changed there aren't a lot of young i don't know any young djs that you know but also a lot of the people who are putting music on the forefront right now they're not the same tastemakers like red alert and they're not able to survey nah. the music in the way that they used to now maybe a lot behind of the corporate. scenes uh, yeah, a lot of it is A&R. corporate so you get that you get that well wasn't there a kanye joint where he was just complaining about how these young cats were getting like paying for spots on the radio and, and getting pushed because of that and he didn't want to spend money oh, i think that was a part of his his one his, of the rants one of his rants but yeah but yeah that's very true man like after the um what what is it the uh tele telecommunications act like 1996 mm. or 94 you know thank you clinton 
<laughs> male Clinton. <laughs> but after that, you know, these companies, like Clear Channel, Viacom, they purchased up all the radio stations, and there went all the tastemakers in in hip hop. So the old heads were no longer able to be the gatekeepers, and so you see things like Pete Rock being very vocal against guys like Little Yachty because you know we don't get to we don't get to survey the culture in the way that we used to. We just yeah. like, things come through, and also there's more ways for things to come through now with the internet. So yeah, it's like that with you know all fields genres like a lot of other uh industries are having that effect because of the internet who has most time on the internet the kids right the teenagers so the people that they're growing up to they're probably looking up at people five years older than them yachty's like 19s like 14 year olds would be on the internet more so than 30 year olds just because of responsibilities and they don't really go ahead uh, they don't really care about the past stuff. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hearing those kind of dudes. Hear what they get into. Even talk about like Tupac. Like Tupac died in 96. To hear somebody say, I don't want to listen to Tupac. That's like, that like happened just over 10 years ago, five days ago. That's crazy. Yeah, tw- tw- 20 years. Oh years. shit, your boy can't ago. do math. 20, 20 years ago. But, <laughs> Yo, can but it feels this? like 10 years for, for sure. Who's doing the editing? Am I doing the editing? Can I cut this up? <laughs> no, man. It's great. It's keep great. It I want you guys to be wrong life. more often so I sit right more often. <laughs> Shout out to Mega. I'm very handsome and smart. Shout out to my math teacher. <laughs> Give him a sugar cookie. Yeah. Um, but but you're absolutely right about that, man. And and when when we uh, when we think about hip hop, a lot of times the history is pushed to the side because uh, it, it very much is hip. I mean, mm. it, it very much is hip. And if you're you're not hip when you're 40 year old Jay Z talking about selling drugs, and that's not even the scene anymore. So yeah. the, the more you the more distance you get between you and youth culture, the more uh, irrelevant you're going to see to that seem to that youth culture. And now with uh, how pervasive hip hop is and how transformative it is in all pop culture i mean you know it's it's very much different the radio hip-hop that we hear now is is very much different than the old boom bap styles of hip-hop that we used to hear um it gets far closer to poppy and more clubby and this is what the kids want to hear man uh, jadakiss was it jadakiss it was one of the dudes in the locks who he was having a conversation with his son and his son you know still loves you know lyrics of course it's you know his dad is got to be one of the the dopest one of the dopest uh producers or excuse me mcs uh to ever do it and he was he was telling his dad he was like yo back in your generation you guys used to do the head bob you know what i mean uh, you would bob your head to the music and listen to the music and wait who's this again uh, it was it was i think it was jada kiss's son or maybe it was maybe it was a uh, styles p's son one of them i heard i heard the interview on the combat jack show Okay. And and they were saying like you used to bob your head to the music. Now it's like wavy, you know what I mean? They rock side to side and, mm. and it's just a different it's a different vibe. Yeah, but, word. But one thing one thing about the history of hip hop is that I feel that there has been a resurgence in respecting and finding out about that old culture. And we see this through uh, certain things in pop culture. For example, you have a lot of documentaries even on on mm. uh, a lot of documentaries right now that are talking about the history of hip-hop and people are becoming interested in that we have uh the stretch and bobito documentary just came yeah. out last year they have um shad several. is doing a documentary on netflix yeah there, there's I, I just watched like two documentaries on netflix you have the uh the art of rap by ice t a couple years ago yeah. this year we had two very mainstream popular 
TV things shows. that were that were very much focused on hip hop in um, the Get Down, yeah, mm-hmm. and as well as Luke Cage, which Luke Cage was like a love letter to hip hop culture, to black culture, mm. um, to to New York, to New to Harlem, and, Harlem. and it was it was dense in, in that regard. When it comes to the Get Down, like I don't know exactly if Boz Lerman is the voice that I want behind that, you know. But it is it, it does it does speak for the culture that that the popularity captured a lot of people and it made a lot of people want to hear more about these artists and despite it being you know kind of very problematic in the representation of yeah. that time and very romanticized in ways that are not historically historically accurate the get down right specifically the get down you know you still gotta you gotta you i think it was a good year for hip-hop culture i'm yeah. not talking about like the I'm not when I'm when I'm talking about this. I'm not even talking about like popular Kanye. I'm talking about like what Kanye grew up like. Hip hop, like I mean, true school four elements. Hip hop. This may have already happened, but hip hop has kind of almost reached that point where it's indistinguishable from pop culture as a whole, like how rock music became. Right. People of color have been influencing pop culture since rock and roll was usurped from from. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But, but I mean, very much more so now. Yeah. As as far as like, you know, there's always been. I'm I'm using quote air quotation marks. White people listening <laughs> to rap music, yeah. but it's never been like you know bumping Kendrick Lamar and just you know all this stuff all the time and weaving in and out between this and Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber and Beyonce and then back into Compton and all this other stuff. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Like, who wanted, like, I knew about NWA. I grew up knowing about that. I'm I'm part Mm. of that era. I I very much am aware of the social, uh, political state that they were in. Also, Ice-T and just the way that things were growing up on the west coast in the early 90s i'm very much aware of that but there was like a whole i mean most people didn't know about that most people didn't know about nwa and the the cultural relevance and the social political relevance that they served and how hip-hop shaped those things now it's good it's good 2016 was a great year for hip-hop 2016 was a great year for hip-hop and um Shout out to a lot of the older hip hop artists who made albums this year that were incredible. Yo, everybody dropped an album this year. It was crazy. It was a like, I feel like I would have a difficult time putting together like a top 15. But if I sat down and looked at some of the artists that came out with albums this year, it probably would be pretty easy. What I'm saying is that a few albums stood out to me. And these are artists who are not a part of the double XL freshman class. You know, mm. a tribe called Quest after a 20 year break came out with one of the top selling albums on the Billboard charts. And, right. You know what I mean? And this is after 20 years and it didn't sound dated and it didn't sell just because it was tribe. It sold because also it was dope. Yes. Uh, Common. Mm. Common's uh, Black album. America again. I've seen that place number one on a lot of people's personal list and also on a few publications personal list. And the reason is that it's like his best work since like water for chocolate or for since b yo make sure y'all are checking out the mega late show soundcloud and facebook to hear mega's more uh elaborated statements on that album 
I do like it. You, I mean, listen to the album. Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder's on that joint, uh, and and it's it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful album. Who else? Um, what was that joint we were listening to? Uh, the Pete Rock joint with uh, yes. Smoke Dizza. Yeah. Yo. Yo, I who, saw who, Pete Rock last who, year. Who, who? Where? In Tokyo? Yeah. Uh, down in Yokohama at Soul Camp. Mm. Premiere was there too, and Macklemore. Whack. <laughs> Oh, speaking speaking of uh, speaking of Macklemore. Why whack though? Since oh, you okay. mentioned it. Oh, actually, this is this is good. This is good. Uh, I don't know if this was Macklemore's first time in Japan, but the regular Japanese audience doesn't speak enough English for you to just walk in and try to conversate with them and talk like, "Yo, man, I'm <laughs> so all about love." He didn't Japanize himself. He was like, "Yo, put your hands up if you love sushi." No, no, no. It was like he had this moment right where he was like, "Okay, I need someone to get on someone else's shoulder, and I'm gonna throw this donut at you. And if you catch the donut, then I'm gonna move to Japan. Are you ready?" And then I guess nobody moved, and he stood there for like 15 seconds. He was like, "Why aren't you moving?" Just it. He just didn't oblivious. connect with the crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. this really happened. This is this is an actual event. I swear to that's almost verbatim. I swear wow, to God. Wow, he did that. That's, that's wild. Um, oh, plus, and and this is you know not related to、uh, being in Japan. His stage show, I think, is him and、uh, what's Ryan Hemsworth. Yeah, he's up there, you know. And then they have two drummers, but usually only one drummer is playing. So it's a big stage, right? And when the other drummer isn't playing, the other one's like. Jumping around like it's a thrash、uh, emo、Mosh、show. Yeah, they don't have shirts on. They're just like jumping around, and when they are drumming, they're just like, yeah. I don't know. This is gonna start sounding racist. Yeah, dude. I'm drumming、Rocking. in Japan. About to do. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, with Macklemore haircuts, it looks weird. Really? It looks weird. Like everybody came to hear Thrift Shop. But then he played an extra six songs. Are you a fan of Macklemore at all? No.、Like、yeah, I had a buddy.、Mm. I had a homie who,、really. uh, back when I was doing a lot of forums, and this is a homie I had for a long time, and he told me, being from like Tacoma and Seattle.、Mm. Uh, Shout out to Seattle, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's a lovely place. I've never been, but、Word. these are these are OGs, cats who I know are you know purveyors of fine hip hop, and they were telling me how、uh, Macklemore was kind of a buster back then, and Macklemore actually stole some ideas for tracks from even back then in his true school days. Yeah, yeah, and he just and that always、huh? that always every time I heard him, every time I heard him, I would always kind of be like gas face just a little bit, but.、Um, Speaking, speaking of Macklemore,、oh, just, just say, hold on, we're having technical difficulties. What do you want, the mic up? Not your mic, our mic. Okay, down,、uh, down.、Okay. Yeah. Word, word. If you, never mind. I was gonna say if they spot technical difficulties, please email <laughs> all problems to customer service. Yo, if you find <laughs> any issues in the waveform, please、uh, email us at、uh, www. At MLS dot com. Yeah, we're you're gonna want to contact our customer service department <laughs> at、uh, customer service dot megalate show dot snapchat dot twitter. It's our first episode. God damn it! Just yeah, chill the fuck man, out. Calm the fuck down. I'm sorry. You know, don't be so critical. Yeah, yeah, don't roast yeah, actually, us on actually, your actually, blog. God damn it! Fuck. 
please, please. I, I don't want to hear here for these any no no complaints until at least episode seven. There you Let's go. Keep, keep it keep it friendly because I'm very sensitive. Wait for Maceo. Very sensitive. Yeah. All right, we're yeah. good. No, wait, we're wait good on Maceo. this one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Take so a break. Let's, let's let's um let's take a break. I love you guys. <laughs> ビリーズブートキャンプ。ビリーズブートキャンプ。ビリーズブートキャンプ。ビリーズブートキャンプ。ビリーズブートキャンプ。ビリーズブートキャンプ。ビリーズブートキャンプ。ビリーズブートキャ
Uh, also, let's see what else is coming out. I, I don't even know what artists are coming out with albums this year, but I did hear that new Mad Lib Doom track Avalanche and I would really really like to hear more work from Doom MF Doom's coming out with some shit well MF Doom just came out with I heard this this since the new year yeah well no no it came out right before the new year it's it's a track called Avalanche by MF Doom and produced by Madlib and it's just rapid rap raps and it's it's dope no no hook and I heard that J-Rock shout out to J-Rock of the, junkies, of the Beat Junkies, okay. legendary J-Rock. He was just out here at this Stone Store event, what, two months ago, Skis? When did we go to that? But, Which one? Uh, uh, J-Rock, the, the Stone Store joint. November. Yeah, November? Event. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, J-Rock of the Beat Junkies, Mighty Mighty Beat Junkies. Uh, I heard that he played that song like two or three years ago at a show in New York. Really? So it's probably an old track, but mm. they released it, and I would definitely like to, to listen to that. Um, who else? Who else is coming out? It's hard, man, because like, like I said before, so many people dropped last year. Like, I'd be surprised if somebody comes out with an album this year. Like Kendrick, Drake. I mean, these are more popular artists, but even like Tribe, De La, Pete Rock. Yeah. Everybody dropped an album last year. So who's dropping an album this year? Me, nigga. Oh. Young Thug's gonna drop something. He's always dropping shit. Yeah, mixtapes from those guys. True. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to see more, more Doom. Definitely. Yeah. I'm a huge Doom fan. Jay Elect. <gasps> he could. He could. I don't mind if he just be stays quiet. He don't release music anyways. He has a few tracks and what he has. When's the last time he came out with some work? He was on. Uh, I was eight album. years old. Not, a, not an album. <laughs> doesn't make music, man. He just talks now. He just talks. Yo, you were listening to the um, MLS podcast, the first podcast with an elementary school student dropping all this hip hop knowledge on you. The best podcast with an elementary student. <laughs> Andre's gonna drop an album this year. How about that? Yo, man, I would be super surprised. Steez, preach that into existence, please. I think the Hendrix film will come out before an Andre album comes out. I got a direct line with Andre. He knows what's up. We're gonna, we're gonna get it. Him. We're gonna get it going. You know, he just you know he wanted to get his feet wet with the two tracks on the Cuddy album. Ooh, and uh, yeah, it's that coming. Cuddy, it's coming through, baby. Uh, hashtag wishful yeah, thinking. I don't, I don't know what I want. Yeah, I don't know anybody who has like an album that they've announced but didn't drop. I think tra- Travis Barker, not Travis Barker, uh, Travis Scott is the only person who I can think of that has an album on deck. I can't think of any other albums on deck. Nas. Nas has an album, right? If Nas got Ghostwriters, I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. Nas <laughs> has an album. Yeah. He has that track on uh, DJ Khaled. Nas okay. album done. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't listen to the Khaled album. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I listened to a few tracks. I, I bet you, you know, Homeboy Sandman comes out with a project every year. Uh, Yo, like that. Open Mike Eagle, I'd like to hear. How about uh, uh, Good Music? Track. Don't they got a collabo? Cruel Winter? But yeah, I mean, that, that's that. like... Oh, Big Sean's coming out with something. He's made a lot of improvements. He has made a lot... Of, you know what? I like Big Sean a lot better than I did before. And actually, he dropped the project with Janae... What is it? I- Aiko? Aiko, last yeah, year. Aren't they dating? 2088. Hmm. 
Yeah, they Lucky are, him. They're between the sheets right now, those two. But yo, that album had a lot of good tracks on it. That would have been one of my honorable mentions for last year. Wale? Wale's got something going? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, lo- I love I love the, uh, the hand-holding that Wale just put out after... Uh, he was so eloquently dissed by Who was it again? J. Cole was like on, on, on kind of a real passive aggressive. I got a friend who's real sensitive. Here's a, here's a verse about him. And then Wale came out with his response, which was not a diss track. And I don't expect them to, to battle rap or anything, but they're friends. I don't know. I'm just, J. Cole bores me. Yo, man, a lot <laughs> of that. the shit out of me, man. A lot I like, of those I like cats a lot of tracks, but come on. That, 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 like. That school, that double uh, XL cover, maybe that cover, the one before it, and the one after it, and Drake wasn't on any of them, but he's in that same you know group. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, they kind of didn't make the mark, man. Who? I mean, they're pretty successful, like Wale, J Cole, Charles Hamilton, Drake. I mean, Kendrick's doing this thing, but yeah. I think Drake's gonna come out with another one since um, with all the backlash on. Not doing so well. Not this year, though. You think? Nah, Probably. You know, could could happen. He could be in the he works can miss right me with now. That too. You know, I don't like Drake shit. Mm-hmm. Could be not in the a, works right fan. now. True. I mean, these niggas got nothing but time. Jay Z. When was the last yeah, time he dropped on Mag- Magna Carta? Holy Grail. It seems one. like it's about time. Pull up Beyonce. Yeah, Magna Carta was like what three years ago? Four, maybe, maybe. more than that. By by, by by this year, it's four years, I think. Damn. Yeah, man. Magna Carta, was, Magna Carta was Magna Carta was hot though. That was that was a That's really some good, good tracks on it. That was a good album. Yo, I need a, I think I need a Throne album before I need another Kanye album. It's not gonna happen though. He already announced Watch Tone, Watch the Throne Two is not gonna happen. Jay Z and Beyonce, Jay Z and Beyonce have been very vocal about their relationship with Kanye deteriorating. I think Kanye Beyonce, and Drake Beyonce are gonna also, have a collab. How about that? Beyonce just had a Beyonce just oh, yeah, had a, an article where she was like, they're talentless. Kim and Kanye. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, she said that like in a, in a, in a news in uh, in a magazine article. It like is quoted, attributed up. to her, which I'm fine with. I don't really. Care. I mean, she's yeah, talentless. I, c- I could see Kim that and Kanye. with Kim definitely, but Kanye. I mean, I can't believe Beyonce. That's I don't know. that's that's harsh. That's harsh. Well, it's, but yeah. not, it's not reality. It's it's not it's not it, it's it's hate. You know, yeah. I mean, there, there's fire. There. That's weird. There must be some personal shit. Well, you know, Jay Z was like, I, I miss old Kanye. Yeah. Anyway. But yo, that uh, that Drake Kanye album would be dope. If that that better come out this year. That'll like, yeah. woo. Miss me with that. Mac um, Miller will probably drop something. Probably. Didn't he just drop something last year though? He dropped something the year before that too though. So I he's said. just always Chance, dropping shit. Chance should strike while the iron's hot. He had a good year this year. He just did the fucking yeah, yeah the, the Merry Christmas, Christmas little mama. Yeah. Did you yeah. hear that by the way? No, I listened to it the other day. Would you it's like pretty it? Pretty good. Yeah, it's good, right? I mean, I, mean, I, I think one of the songs might be a shit. classic. That was with uh, Jeremiah, by yeah, the way, yeah. which I'm starting to really appreciate Jeremiah. I think I haven't heard anything from any of the, well, except for Earl, any of the odd feature cats in a minute. Can we count Vich Staples as, as part of them? Anymore? Nah, not anymore. I don't Domo so. Genesis came out with something this year, uh, last year, didn't he? Oh, did he? I thought he had a track I heard with a Anderson track. And, and Tyler on it, maybe. I didn't hear that. I heard another track from him that was surprisingly really good. Like, really, really good. I didn't think it was Domo, but it was. 
Yeah, it's hard to pin down like what's gonna come out this year. Everybody like the games change so much. Everybody wants to you know pull a surprise album release. I'm I'm too busy trying to catch up to music that I missed to really project into albums that are supposed True. to come out. Yeah, I, I miss was, a lot of albums. I was year. at a rush at the end of the year just to like be like listen to something and try to evaluate it with everything. I mean, I guess it's a bad way to listen to music though. Yeah. That's why, you know, on our end of the year list, I couldn't put Run the Jewels on air. It just came out. Like, there was albums that I didn't hear until recently. That Smoke Desert, Pete Rock, uh, yeah. Nick, Nick Caution, uh, Royce's Joint. Um, yeah, a lot of albums that I missed. Flatbush Zombie, Zombies Joint I missed for most of the year and only got it at the end of the year. The the Absol and the J. Cole album came out and, and the Cuddy album came out with, like, within like a week's time or something True. like that like i didn't have time to listen to any of those there's so much music coming yeah. out man it's and that was just the end of the year yeah yeah crazy yeah but um but um uh let's let's uh let's see what's what's next here can you uh tell us about some of the upcoming shows uh like, what yeah do, what do we got coming up i know tonight or wait excuse Come me on. tomorrow uh Flat ryan Bush. hemsworth uh flatbush is on sunday on but sunday. saturday saturday night saturday the 8th uh, which by the time you get this episode, yeah, sorry, we're recording we'll a little ahead of the time, but we'll talk about it anyways. Uh, Ryan Hemsworth is performing at Vision, and then Sunday, Flatbush Zombies are making another return to. But they, they seem to come out here a lot, actually. I think they've been out here like three times this year. Uh, they must have a pretty strong following, but uh, they're they're going to be they're going to be here on Sunday, and then Late is going to tell us about some of the shows coming up at the end of this month or the beginning uh, of next month. So. You're listening to this after January 15th, so I'm going to talk about some shows at the end of January and some shows in February that I saw. So, uh, first of all, in January, on the 27th, uh, Japanese rappers, my pronunciation may be uh, Morohav and Brahman, those are two separate dudes, ah, sorry, Moroha and Brahmin are gonna be at Liquid Room on the 27th of January. And on the 11th in February, Lil Dirk is gonna be at Circus. And on the 25th of February, James Blake is gonna be at the Tokyo International Forum Hall, but you probably already know that. And of course, on the 6th, the first Sunday in February, there's going to be a speakeasy. Special speakeasy. We're going to do it a little differently this time. Uh, I don't know if I can announce anything. But so. just be there, all right? It's yeah, number man. one vibe out party in Tokyo. First Sunday of every month, speakeasy. Ooh, we should pay you, Steve. Oh, you know, just pay me a good vibe. Pay all of us. Yo, go to speakeasytyl.com to, you know, stay updated on that. But also, on that same date, luckily, unfortunately, coincidentally, Onra is going to be here on his tour. And for supporting acts, Fitz Ambrose, Water, Donsta, and Midi Kick are all going to be at Circus. Shout and that's also Fitz. on the 6th, on February 6th, same day as Speakeasy. Yeah, we've had some Fitz tracks playing in the background during this episode, so shout out to him. He's one of the, uh, the doper DJs. Music makers, producers out here doing this thing. Really dope cat. Dope. And that's the weather forecast. 
Yo, can, can, can I can I give one final thought about 2016? Yeah, man. Before we go on, bury it. I propose a moratorium on the phrase "stay woke." Can we just get away from that phrase? It's it seems to reach that kind of semantic saturation where you hear the word so many times it's a psychological phenomenon where it loses meaning. Mm-hmm. People use it so often mm-hmm. on some stay woke shit to proliferate their ideas on anything they feel is culturally relevant and a lot of that shit is just mad ignorant so stay woke is taking the same meaning for me as keep it real like mm. just it, just let it go let's not stay woke anymore but give it back to snow the product and then we'll just come up with another term or snow the just, product. she's the one that started that shit snow the product rapper face woman lady she did yeah yeah she has that whole stay woke campaign and clothing line and oh, i'm pretty man. i'm pretty certain it was her but but what I'm saying is just oh, like if you're saying stay woke or I'm woke or you know can what I, I mean? still sing Master Teacher, the Erica Badu track, only on Wednesdays. <laughs> can I still listen to that? No childish camp, you know. Only on Thursdays. I swear to God, I'm making a beat right now that uses a sample from the Erica Badu song. Can we wait until I finish that sample and then you can bury stay woke? If legislation doesn't pass the moratorium, then you may <laughs> proceed with your... Good thing Congress doesn't pass shit. Yeah, Go yeah. back to sleep, bitches. All right, so so the last the last joint that I wanted to talk about before we get out of here is uh, 20, 20 years ago. Not not today. Mm. But in, in 1996, The Score by the Fugees came mm. out. Uh, Iron Man by Ghostface Killer came out. Fun Ooh. Crusher Cl- Plus from Company Flow came out, along with some Tupac albums and a bunch of other a Are bunch of other strong releases. 97? 96. 96. 1996. Okay. Some albums came out. So I want to play Mary Fuck Kill. Word. With three three albums, right? So who do you marry? Who do you fuck? Who do you kill? Of these albums, let's start with the Fuji's The Score. Mm-hmm. How about Buster Rhymes' The Coming? Okay. And one more. Let's do one more. How about uh, Reasonable Doubt? Mm. Ooh. Mary Fuck Kill. Fuck me. What? Okay, The Coming. Busta Rhymes, great album. The score, The Coming, and Reasonable, reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. Mm, interesting. I think I got... Ooh, give me one more second. I fuck... I fuck... Reasonable doubt. Yep. I fuck reasonable doubt. It was all right. It was it was good, and it got better with time. You fuck with it. Yeah, I fuck with, fuck it. with I fuck, it. I fuck. I fuck with it. I'm gonna have to kill. Mm. Yo, can I go? Go, go. Yo, I'm gonna fuck the coming, cause I love that album. But even now and then, I'll just be walking down the street, and I'll think about. Uh, I make sure everything the beats reasonable. on Reasonable Doubt mm. and yo I want to be married to that album and always have it around like whenever I want to like drink a mimosa and <laughs> listen to Jay-Z talk some smooth drug dealer shit so second is his second best album third best album what, where do you it's his that? best album it's his best. best album it's his best it's his it, best it album took, I, might like took everything. I might like the blueprint more than that but like Blueprint is cool. I, like I mean, Blueprint, Blueprint is mean, definitely up there. Well, you think about the struggle. Like he had to like put so much in to make that album. He wasn't like financially stable. And yeah, most people's first album is their hard. like lifelong out al- like 
their whole life up until that point is on that album, and then everything after that is kind of just yeah, the period. Yeah, that he kind of made it, you know. But not everybody's first album is their best album. But in my opinion, Reasonable Doubt is better than Blue. Actually, I like Black Album better than Blueprint. Interesting. To be honest, Magna Carta is my favorite, but that's just really? subjectively, you know. Oh man, I place even American Gangsta over. Yo, American Gangster's dope as fuck. Also, it's also. Awesome. So you 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 fuck the coming. Okay. Because it's great. And you're it's marrying great reasonable beats. doubt. Uh, same reason. Uh, reasonable doubt. Marrying reasonable doubt. I mean, it's not just beats. Everything's good. And then, unfortunately, the score got to kill. Pros and. Pros. I don't like pros. I've never liked pros. Pros ruins a lot. Get a superstar. But they got the outsiders on that album. It's, uh, it's, uh, I forgot about that. They do. What about you, Steez? What about you, Steez? Where are you at on this? Hmm. Wait, which one? The score. So, the score. By the Fugees. By the Fugees. Buster Rhymes' first album, uh, The Coming, and then we had Reasonable Doubt. I would marry the score, My just man. because it's fucking. My man. It's the Fugees. That's when they blew up. Woo! And then Buster Rhymes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Easy Mo B joint, I make sure everything remains right. That's my favorite track off that. That might be my favorite too. Yeah. Yeah, I'd fuck with that. I'd fuck with that. And then, damn, I guess. You gotta of kill Reasonable I gotta, Doubt? I mean, reasonable like, doubt? it's just. Well, he likes Magna Carta more. So. I do, but like, Reasonable Doubt, I still love that, but. Let, let's be real. None of these albums deserve death. None no. of these albums are Yeah, bad. so it's process of elimination, sure. basically. Fair okay. enough. It's hard, you know, it's hard to, yeah. to really choose, but. You know, I can't. I gotta give love to Busta's jam and Fuji's jam before Jigga's jam. I think I marry the score. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I marry the score. I fuck Reasonable Doubt. And I kill the coming. I think we all said something different. I think so. You know, the Busta Rhymes, great. You know, I picked him as my favorite verse, one of my favorite verses of last year. Great. Phenomenal. Super dope. But he has never had a full, perfect, classic, Illmatic, Equimini album. Few uh, people do. And I, I put him kind of right there with M on that. Like, mm. lots of really great tracks here and there. Some skits that are fucking dumb. Yo, but that music video, though. Did you see that music video? Which, Which one? one? Man, I'm not even sure which, yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah, him and yeah, M. It, must, the, it must be the, that one the, when it's just with the silver the trampoline when he turns into a monster. And nah, like, that's that's not that's that's uh, what is that? That's uh, ELE. It's been um, a while. Give me some more. Yeah, 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 yeah that one, that one. The music videos that I, were well, dope that were from uh, when disaster strikes. That was the uh, the uh, the water liquid. Uh, Janet Jackson. No, I think that was later too. It's the one with the uh, the buddy cop. It's the lethal weapon. He, he's a, the white guy and also they have the African dancing and the other one I don't know if uh, I know from that. yeah you've definitely seen those give videos. me some more give me some more watch that music video, video. if you have not watched it watch it yeah, preferably good. under some ganja <laughs> yeah. you'll be like what the fuck <laughs> what is, is going what on alright let's do one more Mary Fuck Kill cause there's a lot of albums that came out that year you guys down for Yo, one let's more do big, about 10 let's years do let's do big, 10 big years shit. ago let's do big shit big shit I'm talking uh, life after death uh, Machiavelli and what's another one? Well, I got. I hold on. Here, here. Let's let's stick. Let's stick to 1996. That is 96. Life after death came out in 96. I'm pretty sure. Let's or maybe it's 97. Maybe. Hold on, hold on. You might be right. You might be right. Machiavelli did come out in 96. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. Hold on. Let me let me check this out. Huh? I don't know. No. Yo. No, it didn't. Yeah, maybe maybe ninety seven. Didn't come out. In, yeah, it must have been ninety seven. All right, all right. So uh, all right, give all right. Let's thing. do let's do. All eyes on me. Woo! Came out in in February of Married to the streets, baby. All eyes I on me. I don't care about the other That's two. That's almost not fair. Oh. It's a double. It's a double disc. All eyes on all me. Right. <laughs> um, here we go. Um, beats, rhymes, and life. Oh, fuck. Mm. Are you going to do that to me? And oh, let's okay, do one more. That. One more. AT Aliens. Oh, come on, bro. This was a good year. Come on, bro. All right. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly, I marry AT Aliens. Undoubtedly. Beats, Ooh. rhymes, and life. I fuck. Um, and then I'm going to have to merc Tupac's joint, the double disc, All Eyes on Me. Steve, you want to go next? I'll marry all eyes on me. Actually, I, actually, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to murder Beats Rhymes in Life. I gotta get that Tupac. I gotta, I gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about yeah. to say blast. I was about to say blast. Atlians, I'll fuck with that. Uh, I'll marry Tupac, and I also gotta kill Tribes Joint. You know, Fife died this year, right? That's real <laughs> fucked up, Steve. I didn't. I didn't. You know, try to. <laughs> no, I picked the same thing, little... right? Yeah. Unfortunately, I gotta go with no, that. Yo, man. Uh, deal, but all eyes on me like probably literally saved my life i found that and me against the world at the same time and as you were hanging off the side of a cliff face in the cds just bruh hovered under you like magneto used it's rough in the suburbs outside of atlanta it sounds like it but mm. definitely Wait, gotta marry you that were, you were in atlanta atlanta yeah and you are putting that album over at aliens come on I mean, AT Aliens might be my least Why favorite Outcast album, except for I Southern Playlistic. Oh, Southern Playlistic's great. Southern Playlistic. You like Southern Playlistic better than AT Aliens? Yeah. Southern Playlistic wow. is amazing. Very surprised to hear that. Oh no, you know we we Liberation, we're really Liberation and Mainstream are are on AT Aliens. Who's that? Liberation. Mainstream is great. Uh, tracks are phenomenal. I mean. Elevators, 13th floor growing old. I mean, it's all good shit. Wonderful shit. But I gotta marry that Tupac. It's yeah, almost not too. it's almost not fair because it is a double disc CD with But so it's not many good it's songs. not so strong. The, it's not strong because it's a double disc, but they also have just there's a lot more room. But for the songs that are strong on there are like the greatest songs in rap. I got my mind made up. Red and Meth on a Tupac album during Bruh, the height uh, of the Ambitions as a writer? Come on, man. My That's the greatest intro maybe of all time. Yeah, yeah. And then I you don't got, know about uh, greatest of all time. I have yo, to think about America's Most Wanted. California Love. Okay. So Even wait, you're, you're, married, you're marrying that album. I'm marrying so all you're fucking AT aliens in. Fucking AT aliens and in. All unfortunately. tribe. <laughs> That's okay, because it's not one of the stronger tribe albums. No. It's, it's not, not one of the stronger tribe albums. No. Okay. Yo, can we do one more? Yeah, let's see. Got a lot. Uh, I got I got albums on here that you guys probably didn't listen to. Did you listen to uh, Doctor Octagon? Nah. Fun Crusher Plus. Yeah. Okay. Yo, run run some Wu Tang. Wu? I told you Ghost Iron Man came out, but we already did that one. Hold on. No, nah, we didn't. I thought we did Iron Man the first one. Nah. It was oh. Fuji's J. Reasonable doubt. And okay. Yeah. All right. So we got Iron Man. By Ghostface. Yep. What about Introducing by DJ Shadow? Uh, That's not fair. It's not a yeah, rap it's not album. Fair. It's, it's, it's Did Old Dirty come out that year? M- Muddy Waters. Mm, okay. Red Man? No? Okay. 
Uh, bow down. West Side Connection. Didn't hear it. You didn't listen to Bow, bow down, down when you come to my town. I mean, I know the song. Bow Soul down. on Ice. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Illadelf Half Life. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Half Life. Iron Man. Soul on Ice. No, let's do Bow Down. West Coast shit. No, you didn't listen to it. Nah. What about? Okay. It was written. Nas. Mm, okay. It Fair. was. It was written. Iron Man, Illadelf Half Life. I can't. I can't put in my. I am. I am marking. It was written. I I am marrying Iron Man, and I'm fucking with Illadelf. I think I'm the same. Okay, bet. Definitely marrying. Iron Man is one of the illest albums that came out in the nineties. Man, I can't just. Yeah, yeah. I I place it like almost, just just a tier below Illmatic. And only built for Cuban links. What by, about what about by who? By who? Iron Ghostface Killer. Ghostface. Pretty much. This with is Winter Raekwon. Winter Wars. Oh, both both. You know, only built, only built in Iron Man are basically do partner albums. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Actually, I like it better than Only Built. I don't. But but word, they're very comparable to me. Yeah. So you're not familiar with Iron Man? No, no. These these albums, I'm not familiar with. Illadelf that by. Uh, I shall. Proceed. Uh, pro- yeah, yeah. As we continue to rock. Yeah, um, there's a lot of no alibis on Philadelphia Half-Life 2, right? No alibis? Yeah. No alibi. Um, I think. All I know is that that Roots album was really dope. Yes. Mm-hmm. That and Do You Want Some More. They had a good run. You know what else came out that year? Stakes is High. All right, we gotta, we gotta, we, we gotta, gotta end the podcast. We gotta, we gotta stop. Gotta stop. <laughs> 96 apparently was Shout a great DJ Maceo. Peace, peace. Thank you everyone for listening to interview. us. It was dope. Uh, don't forget, we're on all social media platforms, at least all the popular ones: Instagram, Yo, shout out, SoundCloud, shout out. Facebook, Twitter, and we're on Snapchat as well. So follow us, please. We need to start building and prospering and doing our thing. Yo. uh no doubt. Uh, shout out to um, to all the Japanese artists that we had featured in the background of the show today: Lynn Mori, uh, D. Dallinger, Midori, Pigeon Dust, Bugseed, Fitz Ambrose, Buddha Monk, uh, a lot of Tajima Hall. Uh, shout out to all those cats, Lidley, and uh, hopefully we'll get some of those guys interviewed on the show or get their music going. Cool. Uh, any other shout outs, guys? Yo, shout out to uh, Kevin and everybody else at Hip Hop. Go, uh, hip hyphen hop dot go dot me. Yeah, is Please. it Kevin or is it Kevin or Kevin? Let's just use Shout all three. Shout out to all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> that, that singular Kevin like, Mitchell. Like I thought it was Kevin. He's like the living tribunal. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and I want to give a special, a very long and and thick shout out Uh-oh. to Tupac's unibrow. Oh. Nice. Can we, uh, should we, should we get out of here? Uh, one more special shout out to our uh, unofficial fourth member, Marvel. We see you, homeboy. Doing your thing. Peace. Much love, y'all. One love. Thanks for rocking with us. 